Hour brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe Lunch with Listeners Puck and Gas from the Carter Volkswagen Studio. In this hour, it's the hour of fun, the hour of power. Give you a chance to win another hundred dollars to the EQC Note Thursday. Other Coast Cafe will buy a lunch, and at some point, we'll pay off because it's a thirsty Thursday. Zeke's will give you we'll give you fifty bucks a wow. gift card to to Zeke's Pizza. And another thing you can win from this show is there a uh, show giving away more no, stuff than us? No, it, and, and Ian's right. We bribe you to listen. We're getting one listener at a time. That's all we need. That's how you build the audience. One Bribe listener at a listen. time. Yeah, I, felt I can actually confirm that we give away more prizes than anybody else. Oh, we I are know. the most giving show. Because Jackson's know. like the little guy with the mop running behind us, cleaning up all our messes and get, making sure the people get their prizes. Uh, can yeah, I just that, tell you how yeah. much I love my school sometimes? Because I we are, the, of course, the home of the Edward R. Murrow. Edward R. Murrow School of Communication, right? Mm-hmm. So they just have a, uh, they have a, a press release out there. Nothing's easy when it comes to communications with us. Kickoff, it, it reads this. It's from the WSU Cougar football account on uh-huh. Twitter. Kickoff times and TV selections for the, our first four games and the Apple Cup have been announced! Exclamation point. Wow. Here's the release. You click on the release. Nothing there. And it's uh, 404. This page you're looking for no longer exists. Oops. It's like, I mean, God almighty where, people. Where, where is the Apple Cup this year, Pullman? Oh, it is in God's country. Yeah. 5.30 p.m. kickoff on Fox is what I'm seeing. A 5.30 p.m. on Friday, right? The day after Thanksgiving. Don't they play it on the day after Thanksgiving it is, uh, in Pullman? Friday, fi- there we go, fi- Friday, 5.30 on Fox. There is literally nothing the Pac-12 does that's dumber than that. This is the worst thing that they do. To, to play the Apple Cup in Pullman the weekend of Thanksgiving is tough enough. To make it the day after Thanksgiving is the dumbest thing you could you do. You know what? It really bothered me like the first like year or two they did it. Mm-hmm. And then I just said, I don't. It's whatever. Whatever. I mean, right. I'm going to be there. I, I've always, I've, I haven't missed it since college, so I'm not going to miss it. Uh, I would like them to show up. That's all I ask in the first half. This I'm going to go over there. All right, we're getting like a house. We already have we already have plans for this. We're spending Thanksgiving over there. Mm-hmm. All I would ask for for the football team, can you just show up in the first quarter? You How just about want the second them, quarter? Yeah, because I don't care if you get blown out in the second half. That's fine. That's been the issue. Just in the Apple Cup, please show up in the first half. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I want. So, so five thirty on Friday. You've come to accept the day after. Yeah, would it be better for you if it was Saturday? Of course, it would be great. Right, that would make more sense for everybody. Saturday, right, it was you know Saturday at twelve. Fine, I don't. Keep, but it's you know the issue with over there is is you don't have the issue here because one a lot of everyone lives over here. Right, there are plenty of hotels. It's the problem over there is you. There's just nowhere to stay. That's why I've always and then, they, I've always, and, then yeah. and then the city jacks up all the prices on everything, right? And so you're paying three hundred and fifty dollars a night for literally a motel there. That still they still have motels over there in yeah. which you actually have a key to an outdoor door to get in. <laughs> right, Think right. about that, not yeah. the one that slides. It's yeah. a, an actual key. key. Sure, and you're paying three hundred and fifty dollars a night for that. I, I've always I've always laughed at how the the Pac-12. You again, they can look at this and they have it backwards. If you're going to insist on the Apple Cup being played on a Friday once in a while. Have that be the Seattle game. You're right. Everybody lives over here anyway. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be perfect, but it isn't near as much of an inconvenience as for everybody to try the 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 crack of dawn on Friday. That after Thanksgiving, you got to get over to Pullman. It's. I guess the only thing there is. Well, see, this is where you get screwed, though. The only thing there is that you could leave Friday morning, Mm -hmm. 
And you can get there in plenty of time. I mean, you don't have to leave like crazy. It's, it's true. The 5.30 kick, That's yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. The problem is, what do you do afterwards? Yeah, you got to stay. So you got to stay, but here's the issue. You ha- you can't get a one night there. Mm-hmm. They don't, they they make you get two nights. Right. So your other option is to uh, grab a roadie and drive home. Yeah. Well, that's safe, especially on that freeway. Yeah, that's no good. Or that highway. Or stay up in Spokane. Because you can get one Which night. Is 80 miles. I mean, it's not like Spokane miles. is right there. So I don't know. Or, you know, yeah. just find a, you know, find a frat. Well, we were talking see if they about let you in the, uh, see if they let you up in the sleeping porch. We were, we were talking about this earlier today about land grant institutions in the United States of America. And it's always kind of amazed me that, and I, I don't even know how this happened. They had the whole state here, all this land. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How did Why'd they, they choose, choose Pullman? I don't know. Because by the time they, they did this, you know, Seattle was emerging. Was, okay, this is where everybody is a coastal city. This is where it's going to be. Or it's not a coastal city, but it's on water. It's where yeah. shipping. It's where everything. You know, why wouldn't they have put the, the land-grant institutions say, in, in Ellensburg? I guess they put Central there eventually. But why? I don't know. It doesn't I make I don't know why uh, it's so far away. Washington's first game, the Puppies, they mm-hmm. will kick off against Auburn in Atlanta. That is a twi- all oh, for all you John Wilner fans out there, mm-hmm. and all you God everything you can't only you can only be played at twelve thirty, twelve thirty start. So three thirty Eastern, twelve thirty start on ABC. What else? What's their second game? Their second game is against North Dakota at home. That's a two o'clock start. Are we o- are we okay with a two o'clock start? The sensitive football fans. I don't think. I'm look. I completely disagree with your take on this. I, I think I it's insane to have. I mean, when you have a game kicking off at eight o'clock on Halloween night, and you wonder why nobody's there again. The pack. This is a conference issue. If, if, if you know, so effect, we're okay with two o'clock though. We're not, there's no one going to bitch about the two o'clock start from I, anyone. Maybe somebody. Or, it's will. not twelve thirty though. Yeah, but it's it's two. The Cougars, though, they play it at, at, again, you won't hear me complain about this. They're at home, 8 o'clock start. Fine. They're playing against San Jose State. The third week, uh, Washington is at, oh, here's the first big complaint. Washington's at Utah, an 8 o'clock mountain time start. I don't think people care about the road games. That's probably true. Uh, oh, there you go. And then Washington State at USC, 7.30. Have they announced all of them? Because this would be a step in the right direction. I don't know. It's kind of coming out slowly. I still think... More people complain not about the game times, about waiting until six days before the game to announce when the yeah. game starts, and that is okay. give ludicrous back, to give your back the money. customers. Get, then give back the money. Well, give back the money. Jimmy Lake and other assistants don't get three million dollars a year. They yeah. give it all back. Yeah, but I mean, isn't it isn't it an easier solution to just do what they did for years and announce the game times? At, you know, in plenty of times so when people can plan. Doesn't that make more sense? Would, would it make, you, would it, make ask, it easier? Yeah. yeah. As I, a Cougar fan, would you sure. like to know when every game starts? I would like to, but it doesn't. I just don't get bent out of shape about it. But, but I mean, I'm like whatever. Well, but I mean, do you go to every game? Uh, no, I go about three a year. But and wouldn't it be easier, especially as your kids get more yeah, and more but involved I, I in got things? Screwed with it last year. Last yeah. year, the 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 game homecoming was supposed to be an afternoon game. Mm-hmm. That week, two days, but they changed it to seven thirty. Yeah, I didn't bitch and moan about it like everybody else in the state does. Boy, I, I went to the game still. Yeah, well, but and I drove and and I drove. I didn't drive twenty miles like most people over here do. I mm-hmm. drove three hundred miles. But- and but, I watch the game. But don't you see where people would like to know for the price of a ticket? Sure. Like when you buy a ticket to the Pearl Jam concert at Safeco Field, you know when the show's going to start. They're going to announce well in advance when the show's going to start. They're not going to wait till a week before to go, hey, oh, by the way, we're going to start it at noon that day. You, you, entertainment, sure. you're, you're competing in the entertainment business. You should make it as easy for your customers as possible to attend the entertainment events. 
Because I, I think that's where more people have a complaint, not with the nighttime starts, but with not knowing about them because you're trying to plan other aspects of your life. What Seattle sports uh, catastrophe was most likely the result of an ambient binge? What's the, uh, is the, the Hawks still the runaway winner in this one? Never a doubt yeah. with this, 52%, because that was such an instantaneous thing, and it really did look like maybe everyone, including everyone in the huddle, fell asleep. For a second, you know, just had a, oh, 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 God, oh, what happened? Oh, you're so right. Who, who that. called that? What? Were we all in? Uh, so, that, yeah, the Sonics are second, losing a, to Denver. Yeah. It's uh, a good run for second right now. A good, very good run. The entire sports year of 2008, we all might have just oh, been better off taking God, Ambien and bad. sleeping through that. That really was bad. That's a 0-12 Husky season, 2-10 and Cougar season, 4-12 yeah. and Seahawks season. Oh. 100-loss Mariners season, see, uh, Sonics leave for Oklahoma City. Oh, my Lord. That's awful. I mean, nothing. That's the worst. That should win. Oh, eight is, yeah, but without a doubt, that's 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 as low as it got. Uh, all right, we, we kind of ran out of time here the schedule, but let me just grab Brad. Brad, quickly, what's for lunch? I know you're a loyal listener. What, do you, what are you munching on today? I'm having a, I'm just having a couple chili dogs at home. Oh, hey, who doesn't love a chili dog? Gotta do. I I really well, do like a chili dog. Brad, what 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 would you vote there? Seattle sports catastrophe, most likely the result of an ambient binge. Sonics lose at Denver, the Hawks interception in the Super Bowl, M's 2001 playoffs, or the entire sports year of 2008. Oh man, that's a tough one. I'm gonna, you know, because because the. I'm mean, I'm a huge Sonics fan. I, okay. I, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is huge, but I'm going to say at '93 because I think we win the champion. I or '94, I think we win the championship if if we okay. get by Denver easily. That's a solid, and, solid choice. And hey, my uh, my Twitter name would be uh, would be um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Chewy Tacos. Oh, right, it'd, it'd be Chewy Chili Dog. You chewy just told Chili us what Dogs. You had. Yeah. Chewy, yeah, Chewy, Straight chili. up, Brad. Yeah, chew, come on, Brad. Stop Play the yelling. game right. Play chewy, the, chewy Chili Dogs. Respect the game. Play it the right way. Gas right? is gas is Ace uh, Cherry Bomb. The the uh, the the name that we would use. It's the first name of your favorite uh, movie character, and then the last thing you ate for your burner account on Twitter. So gas is Ace Cherry Bomb. Uh, let's see, Marty Frosted Flakes is Jackson, <laughs> which is the best one, I think, and then. Curtis Calhoun, which again is not his real name, it's it's Ben Shipley, uh, but Curtis Calhoun is gone with James Quesadilla, and I am uh, Red Pizza after a uh, Red from uh, Shawshank Redemption. There you go, and pizza for lunch, and pizza for lunch. All right, smoking sports with Terry Blunt. Uh, Terry uh, joins us every single week at twelve twenty. Also, uh, Terry uh, does a Saturday show from eleven uh, to one o'clock. So we'll we'll chew on some things in the topics du jour of this week. Also. Find out what's happening on his show on Saturday. Also, a chance still. Got to listen for the cue to win $100 to the Emerald Queen Casino. It's Sports Radio KJR's EQC No Thursday. Win 100 bucks now. We're taking the 12th caller at 206-286-9595. That's the kind of fun and games we have around here. Powered by the Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Uh, Northwest. Back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Ooh, it's an EQC note Thursday, a thirsty Thursday, brought to you by Zeke's Pizza. Uh, what's Seattle sports catastrophe most likely to result of an ambient binge? It's been a runaway leader so far in the Gas Man 206 poll. 52% Hawks interception Super Bowl 49. Nice run you for know, second, though. Yeah, and, and here's... Sonics and Denver in the entire sports year 2008. Here's why you might argue against the Hawks, although, again, it's just such a dramatic thing. 
The only thing that makes that play acceptable is at least they had won the year before. Yeah, there you go. You know, the poor Sonics had this great team, and oh. now we look back on it and go, that was probably their best chance oh. to win, and they blow the lead to Denver, and they lose the series. M's 2001, one of the best teams in history, and they just can't get it done in the playoffs. You know, the Hawks at least had won the year before. Now, I know the, the comeback to that as well. Yeah, they still should have won that year, which I agree with. By the way, but you know what I mean? That yeah, softens totally. that blow a Absolutely. little bit. Game one of the NBA Finals tonight, 6 o'clock, right here on 950 KJR. I just posed the question because it's the, we played it earlier. We were cutting in and out. The finals of the Spelling Bee competition tonight, 530 on ESPN. 530. What will be more compelling? The finals of the Spelling Bee competition. We're down to 16. And then uh, also the NBA Finals Game 1, which will tip at 6. I'll say, going against the grain of the show today, I'll say the NBA Finals will be... That's what will be on at the Gastono House. You're not you going to flip back no, over? No, you can. You can be, feel free to volley some input to me. That's fine. I, oh. I don't mind knowing what's going on, but I'm not going to be checking over to see... Can you have two it. screens? I'll have two going. My wife's second screen will be the M's game, probably, which I also oh. will find compelling. What will be more compelling, the M's game or the Spelling Bee Finals? Well, the Spelling Bee Finals would have the advantage of being the finals, whereas the M's game is one of 162, so that argument would be a little different. Right, you can have three of them. All right, uh, quickly, we gave away another, another $100 because it's an EQC note. Thursday, we gave away $100 to Kevin Jones and Kent. In the 10 o'clock hour, we gave $100 to Adam and Bothell. And now, Isaiah and Burian. Isaiah, you win $100 to the Emerald Queen Casino. How are you, Isaiah? I'm good. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Uh, what are you going to spend that hundred dollars on? You know, I might go buy a new Brandon Marshall jersey. Oh, How about that? Are you pretty fired up for Brandon Marshall, Isaiah? Uh, I, I like it. I mean, you right. can't get much worse than Percy Harvin, so why the heck not? Okay, and you'll wear that jersey proudly. Oh yeah, absolutely. How old are you, Isaiah? I am 28. You ever tuck that jersey in, Isaiah? No, I don't ever talk okay, anything. Absolutely no, not. So I don't want to no make sure. I, say, I don't know. I don't, not, you know. I don't know what happens in Berrien. Right. Some of these Berrien folks, sometimes you guys you, you guys dance your own little tune down there. I, you know, I never know. You just never know. All right, Isaiah, congratulations. $100 Emerald Queen Casino. As you know, what's the phrase that pays? Uh, let's go Mariners. <laughs> there you That's go. Right. All right, Isaiah. He says, let's go Mariners. The That's right. phrase that pays. All right, joining us now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, his weekly visit. Uh, Terry Blunt, Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt, our weekly conversation with Terry. You can catch his show on Saturdays, 11 uh, to 1 o'clock, right here on Sports Radio 950 KJR. Good afternoon to you, sir. All right, gentlemen. Okay, here's how to make the spelling bee really fun and incorporate sports into it. Okay. It's very easy to win the spelling bee. Yeah. The very final question to win it all, you have to be able to spell Zepchinski. Ooh. G O N E or yeah, Zepchinski or Shashevsky. You got to be able to spell Mark Zepchinski. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, I can't even come close. R C Y E something. That's what I think I'm done. I've done it a thousand times, and it's still hard every time. Also, we've been giving ourselves new burner account names for Twitter, Terry. Uh, gas, it's your favorite character of a movie's first name and the last thing you ate. So gas is ace cherry bomb. Uh, I have oh, gone okay. with, with red pizza and, uh, wow. Jackson is Marty frosted flakes. And then, uh, Curtis Calhoun, which is not his real name is James quesadilla. What, uh, what would be yours? Who's your favorite movie character's first name? And then the last thing you ate. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, Braveheart donuts. Brave. Well, what was his name? 
His, bra- his oh, name uh, wasn't well, Braveheart. What was oh, his not, name? That's not near as much fun. William Wallace. That's okay. not anywhere. Oh, that's William that. Donuts. Yeah. William Donuts. William Donuts. So donuts go. less than you ate, huh? Jesus, Terry, what kind of, you're not a, well, what are you doing? Uh, well, I love donuts. What's the matter with you? What kind of donut did so, you have specifically? Uh, I had just a plain glaze, just a regular plain glazed donut. It's a straight, so straight what, shot. So at William Glazed. That actually is pretty good. That's your new that's your new burner Twitter name. There like you go. Braveheart Glaze. At William Glaze. All right, what do you make of uh, the big news, at least here with the Seahawks, will be uh, with Brandon Marshall. What do, you, what do you make of the signing of 34-year-old Brandon Marshall? Well, you know, 34 is not ancient if that's he's true. healthy. Yep. You know, I mean, I the, the guy definitely can play if he's healthy. I, I like it just because he's a big receiver that's exactly what the doctor ordered. Uh I think the guy can still play. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But he can't. You know, look, they've got nothing on the other side really over there in terms of a big receiver that they can go to that has any any history of being good in the NFL. Okay, nothing. They've got Baldwin. They have another little guy in Lockett and a bunch of guys that are just scrabble. So how could it not be a good thing? What have they got to lose? What have they got to lose? Just bring the guy in and see if he still has a little magic left, enough to help you and keep the other side of the defense honest a little bit. So I, I, I like it. I could argue that this is just more, I think I think a lot would agree, this is more of the ripple of the McDowell story, and you kind of find yourself wondering, when is that ever going to end? You know, because they might still have curse. Yeah, never. <laughs> you, you, right. It feels like this is just ongoing. And so now you're having to put all your, not all your hopes, but put your hopes on a pretty good contract, really, with Marshall. And now we'll see if he can play. But, but curse should be in that slot. And, you know, it's no doubt. It's frustrating. They, they miss him. People just don't think about that. They really miss him. That was a trade that, you know, for one year didn't work out. They went for broke and it didn't work out, which Snyder admits, by the way. He said, we were going for broke. It didn't work. But now you pay the price for that, and it's hurt them. There's no doubt about it. It's definitely hurt them. But, you know, there are cases in history where an older receiver went to a team where it looks like he was done, and he did well. You know, uh, Terrell Owens is one example. You know, it's happened. So I, I hope he can. I just – the only little tiny fear, and I know that he's really changed a lot in his life and he's gotten his life together. We just don't want another Percy Harvin situation where a guy doesn't get along with his teammates and he's a malcontent and he's just, he's just out there, you know, and I don't think it will be. I really don't. I think, uh, I think he's kind of gotten his life together the last couple of years. And I, I hope that along with that means he can still get out there and get something to done, get him done. And he really does. He does fit their mold of this guy with a chip on his shoulder, wanting to show everybody, see, you were wrong about me. I still can play. So if he comes in and he caught 45 passes for them and scored five touchdowns, I would think that would be I, just as good as they could possibly hope for. Yeah, they, exactly what they were looking for. They uh, they just so, rele- – uh, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Terry. They, they just, Field Yates just released his contract details. His, his base I saw salary, that, yes. and it seems like, yeah, that's talk about as good as it gets. Yeah. I mean, the – they're on the line for almost nothing there. Yeah, his his base salary is a million. Signing bonus is ninety. Uh, his incentives uh, it can reach all the way up to two point one five five million. Forty to forty nine receptions, seventy five thousand. Fifty to fifty nine is one hundred twenty five. Sixty to sixty nine is two fifty. Seventy or more is three hundred and fifty. Uh, between five hundred and five hundred ninety nine yards is seventy five, and then by goes up by a. 
to 125 between six and 669. So or yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see what he can do. I'm glad you brought up Percy Harvin because all I thought about yesterday, and I I could have predicted the reaction from everybody in this town mm-hmm. when I listened to Brandon Marshall's press conference yesterday. I knew exactly what everyone was going to say and what everyone's going to write about. Oh, he seems like a changed person. He seems like yeah, he seemed yeah. like he was re- re- very mea culpa. Wow, what a, I kept seeing this on Twitter. Wow, what a great press conference. And the thing I kept thinking back to, and I was guilty of this, was Percy Harvin because I did the same yeah. thing after Percy Harvin's press conference. Wow, boy, he sounded great. He <laughs> unbelievable. And look what yeah. happened to Percy Harvin. And the thing is, I'll disagree. What was written about today and even talked about. Okay, he hasn't had any of these incidents since 2011 when he was diagnosed with a borderline personality disorder. Sheldon Richardson, quote on him from the New York Jets, and I have it right in front of me, he eviscerated Brandon Marshall. He was like one of the worst teammates he's ever had. The same thing was said in Chicago. They hated him in Chicago. They said he divided the locker room and Mark Tressman. Matt Forte couldn't stand him because he kept going to film in his NFL film show. So... I think people need to pump the brakes on this whole. He's really yeah, changed I know. his life. You know, all guys always come in. Yesterday, you know, I talked to last night at the Mariners game. I was talking to Curtis Crabtree. He said he just seems so sincere. I go, yeah, we've been down that road yeah. before, you know. And I hear you. It's a, it's a little bit scary. And uh, the, the biggest problem I have with it in, in terms of what you're saying is the, the Seahawks have gone down this road to not do that this year, to get rid of all these kind of guys, to bring in only – high-character guys. They did that in the draft. You know, they want to basically eliminate all the distractions. So now you bring in a guy that, at least in his past, has had all these kind of off-the-field problems and problems with his teammates. So it kind of goes against the grain of what they said they were doing and what their new strategy and fundamentals were, you know. So that's my, my only problem with it. But if he is who he seemed to be and if he has – learned you know his lessons and, and recovered because of all the things he's done to change his life then i know he can play i really believe he still can play and i i think he could help them so it's a risk sometimes you have to take risk they just didn't find they didn't think they had it tells you how bad they think they are at the other wide receiver spot that's what it tells me well and, and, and that's no surprise to me and, and and then also this let's get back to what they're paying him and this isn't necessarily pete's mo but he could go Belichick on this and go, look, the first little sign we see that you're going off the program, you're gone. You're out. Because they're not handcuffed to this deal in any way. They could could cut him tomorrow. So so maybe it is the best of all worlds to where you say, look, you're going to have to walk the line here and do what we tell you because we don't have to keep you. But do you want a guy? Well, and that's the difference. That's the difference in the Percy Harvin deal. They were on the line for an awful lot of money right, with right. Percy Harvin, no yeah, matter they, what. They had to be invested in that. I guess my, my right. I guess my only point to it would be the counter to that, and I agree because there's you're not spending much money on him, right. so who cares? You can cut him. Do you even want him potentially, potentially poisoning the well for some of these younger wide receivers that you have on this team already? And I'm t- you know I'm talking about Darbo, some of the other guys that they have on, even Lockett, even though he's going into his fourth year. Do you want a guy that has been accused of being a, lo- a locker room cancer? As 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 you know, last in 2016. I mean, you know, when Sheldon Richardson's quote on him goes, "The man knows what he did to our locker room." On an interview in ESPN, I was the one who addressed it and would still address it to this day. If he can't come out to the media and tell him what he did, he actually quit on this team. He says he quit on this team. Yeah. And this is the quote that I that I thought about 
all the time yesterday listening to him talk and and going back and looking at all the issues he's been arrested for since 2004. And I kept coming back to this. Sheldon Richardson said in an interview, it's everybody's fault except for his. And that's the main common theme I've always read with him is that in all these cases, the domestic abuse, which he's been, it's eight times, again, never charged. It's everybody else's fault but his fault. And I don't know. I just... I'm just not excited yeah. about Brandon Marshall. I guess that's in a yeah. nutshell. I'm not into it. But Terry's Terry, you're right. This shows how they kind of felt. They feel like, hey, this is this is we got to roll the dice on this guy because we can get him right now. And I'm sure they've got a short leash on him. Right. I imagine that came up before they signed him. They said, you know, look, you know, we you've got to come in here and and fly right or or it's over. Yeah, you know, this is your last shot. And, and just and go back to just to circle back and then we'll move on. The Percy Harvard thing, I, it's not obviously the same thing. You were married to Percy because of right. what you gave up and what you did. My point was, just was with the press conference, people need to just oh, yeah. relax about getting so like, oh, my God, wow, what a great press conference. It was literally identical to Percy Harvin. And Percy Harvin well, turned out to be, be Who comes in in their very first press conference at a new city with a new That's team true. says, yeah, you know, I wish I wasn't here. I don't like any of you guys. I don't want to talk <laughs> right. to you. No right. one does that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it here. I never really liked playing here. Yeah, yeah right, right. It's not <laughs> yeah. for me. Like, it's cold. I don't like What do you mean it's 65 degrees in almost June? I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you bummed out? Are you excited for game one of the finals tonight, Terry Blunt? Uh, no, yeah. I'm not. You know, I, I, I wanted to see one of those two teams, either Boston or Houston, get in. And, uh, I, you know, it's great. I know. I realize we're talking about possibly the best team ever against the best player ever, but I just don't like seeing the same show over and over and over again. And I really think I'd be shocked if Cleveland can play with them, despite how great LeBron is. I'll be stunned if they can, and maybe they can. Now, if they do, if Cleveland really is in it, if they win tonight or to really show some surprise there to all of us, then I'll get more into it. But I just, I'm not that into it because I wanted to see one of the other teams get in, and I don't think Cleveland can play with Golden State. But this has been the NBA for really all my life. There's, it's always the dynasties more than any other league. It's the teams get up there and they stay up there for three or four or five years. And, and, and I know what you mean. It's, it's fun to see some, some new blood occasionally, but in some ways it's also fun to think about. I, I think this would be a, obviously a much more, excitable series if we if if people felt cleveland had some kind of a shot here it would then be like all right redemption from sure. last year but but it's like everybody's given up on them which i can't wait to see how they react tonight and how they play in game one because anyway, you, you're right we'll look back on it and appreciate it mm-hmm. it's always like that and in, in the in history of big of these great teams and great players who face each other we'll we'll look back and say boy do you remember that this that and that and of course we will because these are you know phenomenal athletes in any sport on these two teams. It, it really is incredible when you think of it in that fashion. But I just – and another thing is that you're, you're right. It's always been about dynasties in the NBA. The thing that's different to me now is the regular season has got less and less and less meaningful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost like, you know, yeah, okay, as long as we finish in the top four and get in the playoffs, we're okay. And, and it's still the teams you expected to be there, even though – Neither one of them had great regular seasons. So it just it's kind of diminished the regular season for me a little bit. And so, yeah, but it's they, we are talking about some of the greatest players that have ever played the game. Now, the other thing, I'm, one thing I'm going to talk about on the show we're going to bring up a little bit Saturday is, is I have become a real 
Debbie Downer about the three-point line. I just, I just think it's become way too big a part of the game. I really do, and I don't. I, I think it needs. We're gonna. I'm gonna do a, a, a one of my famous surveys. And you know, if you want to do use your burner account, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. By the way, until until two days ago, I never even knew what. I never even heard of a burner account. But anyway, <laughs> shows how out of touch I am. But yeah, I mean, do you is the are you okay with a three point line like it is? Would you like it to be further out? Would you like it to be closer mm. in? Would you like it to do away with it altogether? Because mm. right now. In my opinion, I think it's become such a gigantic part of the game that it's taken away too many other things from the game that I used to love. Okay. Well, watching the Rockets the other night, again, they just seemed yeah. incapable of yeah. doing anything. And I understand they had gotten there, but it doesn't matter how you got there. When you've got to win one game to stay alive, you've got to have more than one go-to move. And, I mean, it was I thought, yeah. I thought that was one of the worst examples I've ever seen of a, of a coach and a team just not adjusting to what was going on and saying, hey, we got to find a way to win this game, and it's not going to be throwing up 40-footers. we got to figure out a way to get a better look. It was. It was live or die oh. with the long arc, and that was it. And they died with it. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Uh, All right, uh, yeah. what else you got coming up on Saturday, Terry? We're going to well, reveal it now Our uh, in light of the NBA Finals for the uh, Mount Rushmore this week. I'm going to ask people who is their all-time NBA Mount Rushmore. Not current players. Oh. I mean, you can have current players on there, of course. Yeah. And obviously one of them is definitely going to make it. But your all-time NBA Mount Rushmore. I got nine. Who are those four guys? Do we, we don't get five? Can I have five? Why, why does it have to be four? Just because Mount you know, Rushmore has four. Yeah, you know, it's you know what? four. It's you know, Mount Rushmore. I mean, it is. A, play it, along, will you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's he a just, very fair point. He why don't we just make that doesn't want to play along. I'm in an antagonistic right. mood today. I'm Mine sorry. Is, mine's MJ, Magic, Larry, Kareem. Wow! Right there, there you're done. There you yeah. Was that four? But you or know three? what? I think I will make it a five. I like that. It's we start five players. I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> make it six. No, it's Mount Rushmore. We need a sixth man. Four. If there's six, I'll put Dell of Shrimp in as the sixth man. It's three no, minute abs. It's not two minute abs, Terry. It's three minute abs. <laughs> come on. That's right. Who do you got it for? So quickly. Do a little bit on that. Yeah, last uh, night, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw it, but the incredible double by No Wheels Nelson Cruz. Yeah. Who managed to barely get uh, in on what anyone else would have been a stand up? Barely. Double. Yeah. So. So, in light of that, I did a little uh, Twitter survey on, okay, here is your Seattle sprint to the finish, champions of these four guys in a 50-yard dash. Who do you take? Nelson Cruz was one of them. Mm -hmm. New Seattle guard DJ Fluker, who is 6'5", 245. Mm -hmm. Former UW defensive tackle Vita Vea, who is 6'4", 245. Or Bigfoot. Those are, your four, those are your Vea. four choices. Vita Vea. I'd take Bigfoot, I think. Oh, Vita, oh. by the way, Vita Vea is going to win at landslide. Big, by the way, big, I look, first of all, Bigfoot's been on the DL with a hand. 140 in the combine. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible for a guy of his size. Big He's going to win it. But what's really interesting, though, is. Is Bigfoot's like four to one over Nelson Cruz? He's, he's, he's well, people don't realize the Bigfoot's got an Achilles problem, Terry. When they find that out, <laughs> it's right. not going to vote for him. That's right. He's had concussion issues. He's in yeah, protocol. He's, yeah. All right, Terry. Appreciate. It. We'll uh, we'll listen to you on Saturday, eleven to one, right here on nine fifty. Oh, KG. by the way, your own Jackson's going to be on as well. Talk soccer. All right, there we go, Felty on Saturday as well. All right, Terry, have a fun show on Saturday. Our own Jackson. Thanks, guys. All Bye. right, Jackson Felt will make an appearance. We got Mount Rushmore. Did you give me a Mount Rushmore? I, I did. I'd go Doc J. Yeah. Kareem, uh, God, I guess Jordan LeBron. Jordan Le no, no, he said no current. I thought you said you could. No current? Yeah.
Then I'll go Jordan. Uh, who else? Should we go an old school, a Jerry West kind of guy? I don't know. That's not bad. Boy, we've uh, it's not even June yet. We've gone Mount Rushmore discussion. That's usually a June 15th and July 15th. He does it every week, that. though. It's a big yeah. part of Bluff. Smoking Blunt with Terry. What is it? Uh, here's the Blunt with Terry Blunt. Uh, what well, is we it? call it Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt. He, I believe he calls it Blunt Sports Talk with Terry. Hey, pal, would you like a Blunt with Terry Sports? Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. All <laughs> right, uh, we'll give away 50 bucks to Zeke's Pizza coming up next, and we'll check in what's uh, happening on the show at one o'clock the- now back to fuck it in the gas man on seattle sports radio 950 kjr entertaining sports talk all right we're gonna give away is your favorite uh, you know i can even give you one if you'd like you want a gift card you want an extra one I'll tell you what it's the show from 10 to 1 that if you want to eat <laughs> yeah, drink that's right <laughs> Or get a massage. <laughs> you know, I'll give him. I, hey, we haven't given massages hey, out in a while. Hey, well, careful. You know, since the, well, careful over there now. If you happen to own a oh. bail bonds place, why don't you contact us? Because we could use a gift card. That'd be the best radio giveaway ever. That, oh, that actually. And you've won $25 off your next visit to Aladdin Bail Bonds here from Gas and Puck. Oh, um, if gosh. you want 50 bucks to Zeke's Pizza on this Zeke's Pizza Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Did you run out of sandwiches today or uh, what? No, we just, the Zeke's Pizza, because, you know, they deliver beer now, Ian. Whoa. Yeah. Look at that. You they stopped it dead oh, in his tracks. Oh, now you're not so, you know, uh-huh. yeah, all right. I'll give you even, I'll give oh, you a couple. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, they deliver beer now. $15 minimum at Zeke's Pizza. You can get beer delivered with your pizza. You don't even, here's the best part. You don't even need to order pizza. It just needs to be $15 minimum. That's it. A couple growlers. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, they got crowlers. They can't actually do a growler. They have to do crowler. Crowler, Ian, thank you for asking, mm. is 32 ounce uh, canned beer that they, they do it right there. They pour it out of the tap. Like a, like a hydroflask like, thing or whatever. No, no. It looks like a can, like a 32 ounce can. And then they seal it, can it at their Zeke's Pizza location. Yeah. They've got the technology that does it. And then they put it in the old ice cooler. Uh, and then away they go. Well, I kind of like that idea because I don't know about you guys. I get a growler yeah. often, and uh, and it's sixty four ounces. Oh, this is thirty two, so this is. And perfect. you know what happens when you open a sixty four ounce? Oh, growler. you got to get it right after right away. All right, so it's gone soon. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> so fifty dollars to Zeke's Pizza for the uh, the caller number fifty six. Caller number fifty six. That can we asked Cliff Averill when Cliff was on earlier today. It's caller fifty six. Caller because he's number fifty six, number one in your heart. Uh, what uh, we asked Cliff, what former teammate most likely to have a burner Twitter account? What former teammate of his most likely to have a burner Twitter account? If you have the correct answer, fifty bucks. Uh, to Zeke's Pizza, caller number 56, 286-9595, Guess when we first started doing the show, Puck and I together with Jackson as our producer years mm-hmm. ago, and he was like a young neophyte out of Seattle Pacific University. Right, right. We would say stuff like the 98th caller, the 97th caller, and you should see his head. Yeah, Like yeah. he would, it would be ready to explode. And then oh. probably, it took him about a year or two, and then finally he just got to the point, it was the old J- Josh Zabrowski plan. Yeah. The first caller was the 56th caller. Sure. <laughs> how do they know? Just go down. I used to look down when I was doing the night show. Lisa and Josh, we'd say, "Oh, how about the? Uh, let's do like mostly to think, mostly to think like you know, hey, maybe uh, 
Let's make sure people are listening at seven o'clock or ten o'clock at night, yeah, right? right. And, and they are, and they are. Um, but so uh, well, we have a winner. It's Joe and Kent. Wait Jordan. a minute, how did we get to fifty-six calls that's so exactly fast? That's how many calls we got. Because I am, I am just this that is good the most with popular like show that, that's Jackson. going on right now. He's on, yeah, the, he's on the Sobrowski plan. It's like right. you know, just that fast. You look out there and go, God, we'll do caller fifteen, like something easy, and, yeah. and there'll be like line one. Sobrowski be on talking to the guy. You're our winner. You're caller number fifteen. There we go, fifty bucks, and he got a. What was the answer? Michael Bennett. Michael yeah, makes sense. Most makes likely sense. to have a burner Twitter account. Uh, what is the, uh, we've been choosing, uh, Twitter account names, burner accounts. Yeah. This has been a big thing on Twitter last sure. night. Sure. Yeah. Who is the, uh, who's your favorite movie character's first name? Favorite movie character? Yeah. Do you have a favorite movie uh, character? Uh, or a favorite yeah. movie character? Well, I, I'd say Reg, Reg Dunlop from Slapshot. Reg, there you hey, go. Yeah. What'd you, what's the last thing you ate today? Uh, almonds. So your Twitter account would be your would be your username would be Reg Almonds at Reg Almonds <laughs> for your secret burner account well, that criticizes actually, people who criticize the furniture. Yeah, we're actually we're actually going to come up with that today and give away yeah. some tickets. There you go. Because oh, you have stuff to give away now. Uh, I just give away baseball <laughs> tickets. Yeah. I don't give away a massage, a beer. Everybody <laughs> needs a massage in this town. So bail bonds. I I you know what, guys? You asked that. You know that you're going to have somebody from a bail bonds. Call hey, I would love to give away bail bonds. Let's hey, do it. I, I get in trouble sometimes. I want somebody to help me says out. Something, I, I says something about your audience, doesn't it, 10 to yeah, 1? Yeah. yeah. I know we're almost uh, almost out of time. What's it like to have management producing your show now? Because that would always that would bug the hell out of I me. Kinda, is it scary? Because don't you feel having, like he's judging you? Having management just much? looming over your head and all the time. prodding you. We, let's, let's reset. Let's move on. Let's do something different. <laughs> oh, I get a lot of raps and stuff. Let's wrap it up. This isn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't, Lambert used to always do this. This isn't, he'd get in your ear. This isn't working. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> Lambert said that thirty seconds into the top. Well, let's move on. Yeah, this but I would say, but I would say is like, well, you, it was your idea. You're the producer. <laughs> what? What would it be? It was executed fine. Like whatever the topic was, it was because exa- Lambert did, he did, oh. Lambert did the same stuff to me after I yeah. flipped over back over the old place, oh, and I'd say, "Pray train, it was your idea." Yeah. Oh, let's, I let's, executed uh, it perfectly. Yeah, Ian, let's move on. Well, this isn't working. What's let's go. the latest you've pushed to break with management looming over your head now? Would right you now? push it like right six, now, seven, seconds. eight minutes? Yes, it's always just yeah. four. I, break at thirty nine. If I broke at thirty nine fifty once, oh, we had all over we, for we, years. Uh, the ten to one show was able to cover the majority of the finals of the spelling bee today. Uh-huh. Again, they uh, the I finals will be at five thirty. Okay. Ian's going to do even one better for you. Yeah. He's going to have live coverage <laughs> coming up. Live coverage of the Oklahoma Washington College uh, World Series right now. Bottom of uh, the the third inning. Washington and Oklahoma scoreless. Go Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Yeah, first team to one wins. First team to one wins. <laughs> what else you got coming up on the show? Uh, Patrick Chun's going to tell us how Oz is going to try to balance their budget with awesome. this Friday Apple Cup. Uh, okay. He'll join us coming up at one thirty. Tony Softly will break down Brandon Marshall. Okay. And will he really fit with your Seattle Sea? Great interview, but what about the football player? Our uh, NFL personnel guy will tell us at 2 o'clock. The mayor is next. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a Georgetown Beer Friday. We'll give away more beer. Ian's next. No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Anybody like to smoke some punk? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs> hey.